Welcome, dear listener, to another episode of True Hauntings and Scary Stories. The podcast where we alternate between spooky conversation and scary short stories. (laughs) Now, here's your host, Miss Cynthia C. Welcome, spooky friends, to another episode of True Hauntings and Scary Stories. I'm your host, Kat, and we have whoop, Cindy whoop. with us here today. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Am I the guest host today? <laughs> <laughs> you are, after what you made me do for this episode. I'm just I'm booting you off. You should just know that. Nice, nice. Okay. Well, I mean, picking our top ten favorite horror movies was Mm -hmm. just a small form of torture for sure yeah thankfully i had all week but do you know how normally i look forward to fridays cindy i look forward (laughs) to fridays and this friday was just awful because i was getting here and i was like this one oh i really like this one oh this one's good damn it So how did you do it? What was your process? Because this was my process. I took a sticky notepad and I wrote every horror movie's name on it, each sticky note, you know? So my desk is covered with 30 sticky notes. All Each one has a different horror movie on it. And I was like unsticking them and like switching the orders around. Oh, you just like to, to live in chaos, don't you? <laughs> Well, I, I'm, I need to see it visually. I couldn't just like <laughs> think it in my head. I had to see it. So I'd be like, no, but wait, I like this one more than that one. And I like switch them. <laughs> How did you so, do it? So I have a notebook and I just wrote all my favorite horror movies in the notebook and mm-hmm. then numbered how many I had on there and was like, damn it, I have to cross off this many. <laughs> so, And then the ones that I had hadn't crossed off I was like okay if someone you know they came to me with these DVDs and said which one are we watching I'd go Mm. to that one first kind of thing Mm -hmm. so just some honorable mentions um these didn't make my list because listen I'm gonna put my honorable mentions in the Facebook group okay you want to do that we can do a post where you and I both give our honorable mentions Yes, absolutely. I may have 20 of them. So <laughs> <laughs> I only have a few because uh, I don't know. I just I couldn't. You did better than me. Yeah, but I also just I love horror movies so much that mm-hmm. I couldn't just go crossing off a bunch because I felt like I was rejecting them. Yes. It just wasn't fair to the movies. So. Same. I was like, <laughs> I can't take this one away. I can't. So here's the reason why we're doing this um, episode today, because the show is true hauntings and scary stories. But all of us who like that genre also tend to like horror movies. And I have a friend who edits a show on my YouTube channel called Skeptical Believers that myself and my friend Heather does. And he's our editor for that. His name is Scott. And also he has two podcasts now. He had just the one that's called... um, Milk Crates and Turntables, where he and his co-host talks about music of all different genres and all that. But now he started a new podcast that is called His 10, Her 10. And it's the number 10. So His 10, Her 10. 
and he's got a co-host on there and, and they both do top 10 lists for just random categories. Like one of their episodes was things that annoy me. (laughs) And he would give his top 10 things that annoy him. And she would give her top 10 things that annoy her. Well, they did an episode on movies, not scary movies specifically, but just movies in general. His top oh, 10 Lord. and her top 10. And I, I thought, just pick top 10 movies. At least give me a genre. Yeah. So I thought that is such a cool show. I started listening to it. It's really ha- funny. They're pretty hilarious. And I just really liked it. So I highly recommend it to you guys. I asked him if I could do top 10 and my co-host does a top 10. And then um, dedicate it to his new show because I liked it so much. And he said, yes, of course, you know. So here we are. We are going to divulge our top tens. So how I think we should do this is um, we'll start start at number 10. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll give mine, you give yours or whatever, vice versa. It was really funny, too, because as I was running through this list, Steve was around me at the same time, too. And I was like oh, man, this one's good. This one's good. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like picking horror movies. And he's like, oh, this one and this one. I'm like, no, no, this is my favorite horror movies. <laughs> Back not <off>. yours. Because <laughs> he, oh, he loves <laughs> B-list horror movies. Mm. And so he was like, ooh, that would be funny if I gave you guys a horror movie to watch of like a B-roll horror oh movie. Oh, my gosh. And then you guys reviewed it on the show. I was like... <laughs> Maybe. I don't know if I can stand that. <laughs> I've mean, seen some of the movies that he loves, and I'm just like, are you serious right now? <laughs> nice. I mean, it's not a movie review um, podcast, but I do do it from time to time. I've, I've done it before. Mm-hmm. We reviewed The Babadook. And um, yeah, so... And okay. maybe it could be a bonus episode thing for our patrons. There you go. Now that it could definitely be. Top 10. Uh, who wants to go first and say their top 10, their number 10 spot for horror movies? Oh, I'll go first. Yeah. All right. Go so for this is a B-roll horror movie that my husband showed me that I actually did like. And I, <laughs> okay. I do See, really like. on him. And oh, now- <laughs> no, oh, I said most of them. There are okay. a couple winners in there. This one is really good <laughs> in the fact that it's just terrible but hilarious at the same time. <laughs> and it's called Frankenhooker from 1990. Oh, God. <laughs> you can find it on Shudder. I think that's the only place I found it for streaming because it is obscure. But that mm. movie is hilarious. So Frankenhooker. <laughs> yeah. I've never so, seen it. The premise is that this guy has a girlfriend. They're about to get married. Girlfriend dies. And he's a mad scientist. (laughs) Girlfriend dies in a horrific lawnmower accident. Oh, no. And he saves her head and a couple body parts and preserves them and then goes out to the red light district. Oh, my gosh. And maims a bunch of hookers and takes their best body parts so this is not a kids movie y'all should just be aware of that (laughs) takes all their body all their best body parts so you know this one's got great calves and that one's got a great ass and those are a good (laughs) pair of tatas and and brings them back and assembles them 
end with his girlfriend's head on there, thinking that he'd bring her back to life. Oh but gosh. she's got the personality <clears throat> of the hookers. So oh, she no. Just, then it's just the antics of what happens after she reanimates. It's really nice. funny. <laughs> and a little bit disturbing. Nice. I like it. So it's a horror comedy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. My number 10 is going to show my age. So it is what it is. I don't care. To me, it's a classic and everyone, it should be required viewing for anyone who claims to be a horror appreciating Aficionado. Person. There you go. Thank you. That word. You're so welcome. the house on Haunted Hill, but the 1959 Vincent Price version. Yeah. Right? Yes. Oh, gosh. love it. Watched it when I was a little kid. It's one of the first scary movies I ever saw. One of the first. It is not the first. But I loved yes. it even then. Fantastic so, movie. Yes. Definitely had to be in my top 10. It just had to. So it is number 10 on my now, list. Now, the one with... Uh, uh, God, what's it? It's not... Wasn't J-Lo in one of them? No, it wasn't J-Lo. No. It was... Um, God, she's in Chicago with Catherine. Is no, it is Catherine Zeta Jones. Um, uh, Renee well. Zellweger is her co. Oh, is her okay. Co-star. So, Kath, the one with Catherine Zeta Jones and Owen Wilson, the later yeah. House on Haunted Hill. Yeah. I did like that one, but there's just no topping Vincent Price because yeah. he is. I'm not against oh. the other one, but it's not a classic in my mind. Just no. like House of Wax. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't the Vincent seen the Price one. one, not the one with Paris Hilton, because that's just yeah. awful. <laughs> Vincent Price, he's just, yes. he's phenomenal. Uh, one time he came to St. Augustine while I was working downtown <gasps> at a bank. Shut and your he, face. Girl, he was, but I didn't get to see him. I just saw his limo and the limo had all blacked out windows. So I couldn't see him, but everybody knew it was a big entourage, like five or six blacked out vehicles, you know, oh, and he gosh. was in the limo of it. And I was like, oh, my God, there's Vincent Price in there. Oh, that's uh, so cool. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. I, I didn't see him, but I was close. So it counts. That is that is super <laughs> so, cool. See, I wouldn't, have even, I wouldn't even have the opportunity because he died in 93. So, yeah. Oh, wait, wait. So then never mind. I wasn't working. I was just downtown with my family then. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, Near because in 93, <laughs> I was still a kid. I was probably in eighth grade. Okay. But I do know I saw those and people were shouting that it was Vincent Price. And I was like all impressed because even as an eighth grader, I knew who he was because again, this movie was one of my favorite mm-hmm. scary movies. So I, yes. I knew exactly who that was when people yelled that. And I was like, oh my God. That yeah. is super cool. Congratulations. Yeah. So what's your number nine? The Hills Have Eyes from 2006. Nice. Okay. I have not seen that. It's gruesome. Yeah. I think that's probably why. <laughs> I'm not I know. I, I started, se, but I I started don't going through this it. list of movies and I was like, oh, man, I like a lot of blood. <laughs> yeah. I love paranormal. So I, I gravitate toward the spooky, creepy things. Yes. Like, yeah, there are some gruesome shows that everybody, a lot of horror people love, and I'm just not 
into. So I know. do love a good, that, good though. paranormal movie though. Like paranormal yeah. activity. I know it was fake, but God damn, it was <laughs> creepy. Yeah. No, it for sure was. Um, the, ha- the Hills have eyes. Okay. Now there are My- several different versions though. There's, uh, which There's one a- is your version? Oh, six. Oh, six. Yeah. My number nine is a pretty recent one. It is a quiet place. Both of them. Whole series. The both of them. Now you classified that as horror. I did. I did because I guess it I, does I get kind of have saying. a monster. It has a monster in it. It is scary. There are jump scares. You know. Yeah, I classified I would- that as horror. I did. Oh, those, that was really good movie. Did you know they're coming out with a third one? I did not, but I am Spoiler. here for it. Yes. I'm here for it. I am John on board. Krasinski, freaking love him. I just he was love him really good. so much. Yeah, because I love him from The Office, of course, and, you know, other things. But when he did this scary movie, my love for him and adoration of him just went up because he, he did so well it. in it. Yeah, he did. And he co-stars his wife. So, Mm -hmm. you know. No, I did love that. I do love those movies. Absolutely. I would classify them more in the thriller category, though. Personally. But I I am on board with those. Those are awesome. (laughs) All right. And I have watched them multiple times. So they are on my list. Oh, it's good that you said that. Because I should say that I didn't, even in my whole list of 30, I didn't allow a single movie that I hadn't seen at least twice. But honestly, most of them I've seen more than that. Because most these are of my these, favorites. Most of the ones that I have, we have on DVD. So that yeah. where I purchased in some way, shape, or form. So that was kind of my catalyst too, was yeah. that I loved it so much I had to own it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Number okay. eight for me was Orphan from 09. Okay. Orphan from 09. I'm trying to think of if I've seen it or not. So the premise of that one is that a couple has two children and a while back they lost a baby before it was, it was born and they'd been hemming and hawing about adoption and went to a girl's home because they decided that they wanted a girl And they come across this little girl that is separate from the rest of the group. She's upstairs painting and Mm. kind of a loner and stuff. Red flag. (laughs) You would think. But it's just like when you go to the pound and pick out a puppy. That one looks sad. You're comparing orphan humans to the pound. (laughs) I get it, though. I get it. I get it. I can be a heartless bitch. (laughs) (laughs) So that cute one over there. Can we keep it? Yeah, <laughs> it's so sad. I need to love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they bring this girl, this little girl, home, and the turmoil and horror that mm. follows is nice. I won't. There is a serious plot twist at the end. So of course I will not give it away because I fucking hate people that that spoil oh, movies. Yeah. So. That is how strongly I feel about spoilers. Nice. So it is a really good movie, though. And even though I know the plot twist at the end, I still watch it multiple times. Oh, yeah. I have a lot of movies on my on my list like that. 
I love a good twist. Love it. Love it. All right. Well, I'm going to have to see that one because that sounds right up my alley. And they're coming out with a prequel soon, too. Okay. Which I'm on the edge about. I don't know. So that'll probably show how she came to be an orphan. Mm Mm-hmm. I assume. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. So my number eight is The Babadook. (laughs) It is no secret. (laughs) It is no secret that I adore that movie. Well, you do have the pop-up book. I do, you guys, in case you didn't know. I've only mentioned it like 10 times. And if you check out her Skeptical Believers videos on YouTube or Daily Haunts, you can see it in the background. Yeah. Yeah, you you probably can, actually. I didn't even think of that. Hashtag (laughs) obsessed. So, yeah, I just love that movie. It's creepy as crap, and it's a twist on grief and how people deal with that process that mm-hmm. and that kid man that kid he should win an award holy on. crap <laughs> if there ever was any kid that you would want to off like <laughs> seriously you watch that movie you're just like i will stab you yeah he's just oh man i can't but it's a great movie so highly recommend it but i will tell you that everyone I've ever met and talked to a, about this movie, people either love it like I do, or they mm-hmm. hate it. Like mm-hmm. they cannot stand it. So it seems one reaction or the other. So if you watch it because I recommended it and you hate it, just know that, I mean, that's how it is. We want this you. movie. That movie yeah. is like cilantro. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I happen to like cilantro. I love cilantro. Yeah. So what's your number seven? So number seven is the first horror movie. And I say horror movie is not as in like Halloween movie is spooky time, but like I was scared to death of this movie. And I, so I remember it being my first horror movie and that is Halloween from 78. Nice. With Jamie Lee Curtis and Mm -hmm. you know, the first introduction of Michael Myers and stuff. Oh, God, I remember us, me, my brother, my cousin, and I were, and I said me, my brother, and I, this is how (laughs) it gets me twisted, that's how scary this movie is. How many personalities do you have? (laughs) Listen, (laughs) so we were all sitting around the TV watching Halloween, and my mom's sitting behind us, and she's seen it before, and we're all sitting there watching it. My brother's nine years older than I am. And mm. I think I was seven or eight at the time. And mm. my cousin was right in between our age group. And uh, it must have been the scene where he was creeping up on the garage where she had just ran in. And the, you know, the, the creepy, the creepy mm-hmm. Halloween music that's there. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And we're all just... Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. It's totally silent. Nothing crazy is going on except he's, you know, getting closer to the house. All of a sudden, my mom just lets out this blood curdling scream. (laughs) Because she knew what was (laughs) happening. She'd seen it before. And it just (laughs) sent the rest of us clinging to the ceiling. And oh, God. That's awesome. Yeah, that was my mom for you. But that movie scared the shit out of me because we had a walk-in closet in my bedroom. And for a year, I was convinced that he was going to come out of there Mm. with a 
butcher knife and kill me. Nice. <laughs> nice. I was also unnecessarily young when I saw Halloween. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it did get me too a little bit, but I watched it with my sister and my aunt who is um, mentally handicapped. And so she was much older than us, of course, but she, her age level, I mean, her mentality was more on our age level at the time. So watching it with her, it was one of her favorite scary movies. She, she's obsessed with scary movies. That's, that was my first exposure to them was her. Okay. And yeah, it was super fun. It was super fun to watch scary movies with her. Um, she's the best. So now which sister did you watch it with though? Tina. Okay. Tina and I were raised together. Okay. Just, just she and I. Um, my other siblings are all half siblings um, that I was not raised with, but that I'm close to anyway. So. Same. My I, my yeah. brother is my half brother. I didn't realize he was my half brother until I was like 19, though. Like he mm. was just always my brother. And yeah. it was just normal that we had different dads. I didn't know that the name for that was a half sibling. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm kind of naive when it comes to things, which is why for the longest time, I thought the Blair Witch was real. Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag gullible. (laughs) So gullible. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I I also like Halloween. Although, um, spoiler alert, it did not make my list. But that's that's okay. It's it's in my honorable mentions. So Yes. Yeah. Um, So my number seven is ghost ship it's on my list i have not seen it love it well i'm not gonna say anything major about it but it is creepy it involves ghosts and it is got some ships maybe gory scenes it takes place on a ship and it is awesome and i do feel i just posted this in my facebook page recently I do feel that Ghost Ship, the movie, has the best opening sequence probably of any scary movie I've seen. I that's just what, love it. That's what put it on my list because I saw that yeah. post and so many other people were like, yes, 100% agree, Ghost Ship. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I've never heard of this, let alone seen it. So I guess I got to watch it now. Oh, my gosh. one Definitely one of my favorites. Definitely solidly in my top 10. So it is my number seven. Well, after... After I watch it, I will definitely let you know if it if it would make the list. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. So number six is another quirky one, but I watch it probably three or four times a year. Um, so I can't I can't not put it on the list. And that is Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes, girl. From seventy five. <laughs> yes. Love it, and it's in my on- honorable mentions. And but, I looked yes. up that movie, and it is classified as a musical yeah. horror. So. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Love that movie. Seen it a ton of times. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge Tim Curry fan. Just love that movie. Uh, the songs and the the plot and just everything. I just have I'm you been fan. to a viewing? No, oh, I need to. They're have really you? fun. I did. Uh, I've only been to one, uh, and it was fantastic. Yeah, I've seen um videos of people at viewing so i'm aware of what happens there and all that stuff but i have not been to a real one so it's on my bucket list 
So much fun. There's there's always a viewing in uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, and that's where my best friend lives. Mm-hmm. And he's he's mildly disabled to where he can't walk very far very much. Mm-hmm. So uh, he was like, I can never go to one because it's downtown. And I was like, listen, we mm-hmm. will put you in a wheelchair. We mm-hmm. will dress you up as the professor, as Dr. <laughs> Scott. And I will dress up as Columbia and we will go and we will have a fantastic time. And he's like, we're doing it. And now that I only live five hours from him, it's going to (laughs) happen. Nice. Listen, I'm not that far from Tennessee. Really? Ohio? Isn't Ohio not that far? Oh, don't ask me geography. I I am terrible at geography. Yes. Anyway, just saying, like, you know, group exercise. Let's do it. Yes. Um, yeah, love that movie. And it's funny that you would bring up that movie with Tim Curry in it because my number six it is it. Yes. But it's controversial. It's controversial. Because Why? my favorite it is 2017. No. <laughs> no. You just lost cool points. You are not invited to the viewing now. Mm -mm. (laughs) Here's the Mm -mm. thing, though. Love Tim Curry, but the only thing... I don't dislike his version of it that he did, but the only thing is that I love the sinister, creepy thing. And his was... His character was a little more, like, hokey and, and comical at times, at times, and he was a clown. Yes, I know. But I'm just saying, like, the newest It, man, they made that dark. Like, they went so dark and creepy with it. And and I, I'm i a big fan of Bill Skarsgård. So, yeah. He is I phenomenal. Just, he can do that eye thing. That is not CGI. When his eyes go weird, that's him. <laughs> he has a lazy eye, and he can make it do that. Did you know that? I did not. Yes, girl. Because at one point he was talking to, um, is it Bill Hader? One of the other guys that was in the part two. Bill asks him, or whatever the guy's name is. I think it's Bill. He asks him, like, so how much CGI did they have to do on the eye thing? And then Bill Skarsgård goes, oh, you mean this? And he just did it. (laughs) And he was in full full costume. It was uh, at the, the set they were filming. And so he just did it, and the other guy freaked out and ran like it was hilarious. So now I yeah. will say, his on a sexy mention, his brother is Alexander Skarsgård. <laughs> yes, which if you have ever seen True Blood, oh <laughs> <sighs> calm down, girl. I you know. need a cold shower. <laughs> I do. I do. Hose me off. <laughs> My number six is controversial because it's it, but it's the one from 2017. And I will also say I liked the first it, the chapter one, more than I liked the chapter two. I didn't dislike chapter two, but I just thought, I, I guess I didn't like the way that they structured it as much. So Usually the, the first ones are always better than the sequels for the most yeah. part. Yeah. Usually. But that whole family is talented because Stellan Skarsgård is their mm-hmm. father. And you guys have, have probably seen him in, again, Mamma Mia. <laughs> Honorable <laughs> mention from our last episode. But uh, also, he was bootstrap Bill Turner in Pirates of the Caribbean. 
Oh, so, nice. That's their dad. I did not dad. put that together in my head. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. yeah so that whole family, family is talented. Yeah. Absolutely. And if you look at a picture of all of them together, all the brothers and dad and stuff, man, they all look so much alike. Tall Vikings. <laughs> yes. Tall, tall Vikings. Yeah. So well, I can us, tell you what's that. Number five, halfway through. Yep. My, my husband would have it probably in his top three because he watched the original. He watched that way too young and is terrified oh. of clouds. Oh, no. <laughs> He's just like, he won't watch that movie now. He's oh, so wow. terrified of it. Oh, goodness. <laughs> so number five for me is another gory one, and it's mm-hmm. Hostile from 05. Okay. You you have a lot of movies I have not seen. I don't oh. think I've seen that. Oh, really Is that the one where they go to a motel and and it turns out that the motel owners are like have the whole place like with cameras everywhere and secret passageways and stuff? No. Oh. Uh-uh, no, I don't know what that one is. Um so this is uh, an American kid and he hooks up with a couple other guys and they're just backpacking across Europe. And they, as one does, as one does, right? <laughs> you did that in 05. It wasn't the worst thing to do. That was a common thing to, you know, mm-hmm. graduate high school and just go backpack across Europe. And so they ended up checking into a, a hostel, which it's a, an adult hotel bed and breakfast kind of thing. Like you just hang out mm-hmm. there as long as you want to. <laughs> and his friends end up going missing. Mm. Like he sees them one night and then all of a sudden they run off with a couple chicks and they're, they've gone. Oh yeah. I took off to here and I took off to there and, you know, have a good trip. And you know, we probably won't hear from me again. Really weird, right? Very suspicious circumstances. And all of a sudden the main character, he too gets kidnapped and Mm. wakes up in this disgusting cell um, my number five is a classic, The Shining from 1980. Oh, man, I didn't even think of The Shining. This, what? I the know. Shining. Uh, so I, I actually have to put a caveat on this. So I love the movie The Shining, but mm-hmm. and I've seen it a bunch of times. It's one of the ones I watched as a kid that I shouldn't have because I was, you know, too young. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I... After finding out what the director did to his actors and actresses to get them to react the ways that they did, uh, it took a little bit away from it for me because um, I just feel like he, he went too far and it was borderline torture in, in some cases. So Has I anyone do, corroborated that, though, or is all theoretical? Um, I've seen lots of um, documentary snippets about it or like interviews and stuff. And everybody kind of knows that the leading lady, um, I can't think of her name. She also played. Yes. Shelly something. Yes. Shelly, Shelly something. She also played Popeye's, um, girlfriend, olive oil or wife or whatever. Olive. Olive oil. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, Shelly Duvall. Shelly Duvall. That's the one. So it's pretty documented that she is, her mental health is very poor. And they think that it stems from some of the stuff she went through. 
um, on that set. But mm-hmm. anyway, I don't I don't know that it's like definitely for sure anybody's proven stuff. But that's the made rumors, a great though. movie either way though. Man, that movie though, what creepy the twins like the bathtub scene, the maze. I just and the fact that it was inspired by an actual haunted hotel. You know, I just love the movie. I'm a big well. Fan. The the haunted hotel that it's based off of is is in um, Colorado, isn't it? The Stanley Hotel. Yes, Stanley yeah. Hotel. Thank you. I was yeah. thinking Kubrick, but that was the no. That's director. the director. Yeah, <laughs> so, Kevin, right? Yes. or no? Stanley Kubrick. I, Stanley. Yep. Okay, but it is based off the Stanley Hotel. So absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> Jack Nicholson definitely needs to do more horror movies. Yeah. So. Well, he's getting up there in age now, but. (laughs) Yeah. Well, get on it. (laughs) Right. But he Um, was really good. Shelley Duvall was excellent. Just, and the little boy, just, I just love mm -hmm. the whole thing. Now it was Stephen King. It is a book from Stephen Mm -hmm. King. And the story goes that he actually went there to stay with his wife while he was working on another book and mm-hmm. had shit happen to him. And he yes. added that in and it, it sparked the shining. Yes. Because he also took into account other paranormal happenings that have yeah. been there. And one of the golden ghouls, Emily, actually mm-hmm. stayed there. <laughs> Poor Love thing. Love it. I know. But she was there when she was little and like her dad booked her room 237 oh to stay gosh. in by herself. <laughs> what? Poor thing. It's <laughs> messed up. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> but the fun thing is that they actually did use the Stanley Hotel for the inside during filming. Mm-hmm. But the outside is actually filmed at Timberline Lodge in Oregon. Mm. So when you see all that snow and everything out there, that is mm-hmm. where I'm from. And the Stanley Hotel did not have a maze outside at the time. But after the movie came out, they added the maze as, yep. you know, like a tourist attraction because of the yep. movie. Yeah. Very good movie, though. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I yeah. love a lot of Stephen King movies. Their books are great. Me too. I'm going to have to add some honorable there mentions There are several now, in I'm my thinking about them. honorable mentions. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. So number four for me is another semi-recent one i think it's recent because it does not feel like that long ago but the conjuring from 2013 Mm -hmm. nice definitely really really liked that one loved it yeah now do you just like the first one or are you talking about the whole series so i've seen the additional ones and i'm down with them i haven't Mm -hmm watched the the second and third one multiple times i've seen the first one multiple times well i guess i've watched the second one multiple times uh i'm not on board with the offshoots not a fan of Mm. annabelle the nun you know the additional ones that they did for that um just the conjuring okay yeah i i like it i'm a huge fan the conjuring is yeah it's pretty high up on my list of honorable mentions so, okay. yeah, I, I love that one, too. I I kind of just put the whole series because although there are movies in the series that I like more than others, I do like them all. So I'm I'm just down with it. You know, I love haunted dolls and crap. So, you know, <laughs> your obsession with haunted dolls. <laughs> I was cool with Annabelle <laughs> and all that stuff. So 
So my number four is, again, another horror classic in my mind. And I want to say this was one of the first scary movies I saw, if not the first. I can't remember exactly where it all started, but this was right in there. A Nightmare on Elm Street, 1984. Nice. The whole series. Love it. All the of only them. <laughs> one that I haven't seen is I have. Well, I haven't seen the remake that they just did because I refuse. It's mm-hmm. blasphemy and I will not accept it. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't seen Freddy versus Jason, believe it or not, but I've seen all the others, I think. And I love them. Love them all. The first one, of course, is a classic. Love it. Love it. Love it. I also love the one where. Uh, I forget what that one was called, but it was where they, it was the actors and actresses and, and they were out of character in the movie and talking Mm. about making the movie and stuff. And then stuff starts happening or whatever. I like that. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't love Johnny Depp in a crop top? So, well, yeah, bonus. (laughs) And I mean, I love the guy that plays Freddie. Um, and I know his name, but it's not in my head right now. Why is that? It's over to you, aren't you? It's, I know. Freddy, he plays <clears throat> Freddy Krueger, and his name is, uh, I don't know. God damn it. I'm going to have Robert. to Google it. Robert. Oh, Robert. Um. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Robert, Eng- wait. What? England. <laughs> England. Yep. What you said. <laughs> Robert England. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love him. So not that you can tell because I didn't even know his fucking name, but you know, <laughs> still counts. <laughs> so anyway, I did watch that show unnecessarily young, probably like seven or eight years old. <laughs> and I did fear going to sleep for a while because of that movie. So one, two, friends Yes. There you go. Yes, girl. (laughs) So that's my number four. Number three for me. It's a classic, I think. It's not Vincent Price classic, but it's definitely Mm -hmm. Halloween Nightmare on Elm Street classic. And Mm -hmm. they're here. Ooh, Poltergeist. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. Love Poltergeist. Uh just just a fantastic movie all around. And mm-hmm. I, I watched it when I was little. I watched it when I was a teen. I watched it multiple times as an adult. And just the acting from everybody in that movie is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can really see Craig T. Nelson just losing his mind as a dad being unable to protect his family and what yeah. the hell is going on. And oh, Now, man. do you believe that that movie series was cursed? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I do. They had they used so many things, real skeletons. They did in the pool scene, in the pool scene, Mm -hmm. when you see the skeletons come up out of the mud, when the ladies in the mud, those are real skeletons, people. It was cheaper for them to do it that way. Yeah. And yeah. So, of course, which was not uncommon for movies back then, because this is from 1982 is when it was released. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, it was in an undeveloped neighborhood where they were shooting to begin with multiple crew members got hurt on the set 
and mm-hmm. from weird things happening to them. Uh, the little and girl, the Carol little Ann, girl. yeah, she died when she was 13, just before the third one was released from mm-hmm. uh, medical issues. The yeah. daughter died when she was 16 or 17. Her boyfriend killed her. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, granted, this was after filming, but that said is, yeah, cursed. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. All right. That's a solid number three. I don't know if I can follow that. Because um, <laughs> Poltergeist is on on my list of 30, but it did not make my, my top 10, believe it or not. That's so, okay. Um, my number three is The Village from 2004. That is a good one. M. Night Shyamalan. Mm-hmm. So I have to tell you that when I first watched this movie, I had seen all the previews. And you know M. Night Shyamalan. He, he twists things a lot. And so he advertised it as a horror movie. And I watched it thinking that that's solidly what it was and expecting that. And when it turned into a more of a romance story, I actually got kind of pissed. And I was like, that's such a dumb movie. It's not scary at all. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I didn't watch it for a while. And then I rewatched it once with somebody else. And I was like, well, wait. I mean, I kind of like this. And now it has turned into, obviously, my top three on my list of favorite horror movies. I actually watched The Village to Very unwind. surprising. <laughs> Very surprising. I love that yeah. movie. Absolutely great twist at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, you watch it as an adult and you're like, I can get behind that. Yes, girl. <laughs> yes. I think that's why I watch it to unwind because I picture myself in it. Like, yes, let's just go off into some protected forest and everybody. Again, leave though, us the fuck alone. I think personally, I would classify that more as a thriller. Yeah, uh, than than a horror movie, but that's just me. But I do I do like a lot of his movies. It's yeah. funny. I just went through and I had watched several. I had watched a Split, and then realized that mm-hmm. Unbreakable was before that, and then mm-hmm. Glass came after Split. So I watched all those, and then realized that they were M Night Shyamalan movies. So then yeah. I went through what all he had made, and I was like, I've seen like. 97% of these though. Nice. Clearly I'm Didn't a- he do the happening? Uh yes. He did the happening. Did he do signs? I feel like that, he did signs also. That's my favorite M Night movie is Signs. Uh, that one's on my um honorable mention list. Signs. And I would classify that as a science fiction instead of a horror, but yeah. it did scare the shit out of me. But here's when I was here's younger. my thing. It had monsters, like just like the village. It's it's got mm-hmm. monsters. And it's got jump jump scares, so qualifies. <laughs> Fun fact: I don't know if you know this or not, but in Signs, when they were having Joaquin Phoenix watch the footage of the aliens, mm-hmm. he had never seen that before. Mm. So, so that reaction filmed, is genuine. That was a real reaction. He was legitimately freaked the fuck out Love by it. that. <laughs> I am a big Joaquin Phoenix um, fan. Big. Mm love him to pieces okay just want to put him in my pocket so yeah well you can i'll let you you go right ahead (laughs) he's really good in the joker too some people picked on him but i thought he did excellent in that role okay well we won't go there i just Uh i can't go there with you i can't go there (laughs) i'm not saying that he was better than heath ledger mind you 
I'm just saying yeah, he did really well in the role. That one. Heath, Heath Ledger is, to me, Joker. But Joaquin Phoenix did an excellent job, too. I don't know. That's just me. All right. So that's my I number think, three. I think we just need to quit with the Joker. Just give it a break. <laughs> Find someone else. Like, you've so done 18 Ledger's of them. Then? I need to know. Oh, Heath Ledger by far. But I also... Jack Nicholson, Jack Nicholson is fantastic. Yeah. He did have that weird smile going on, like the weird Joker smile. And a majority of it was done without the white face paint and just the prosthetics, so it made it look even creepier. Mm-hmm. And that was his actual face. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'll all right. So, number two for me, <clears throat> we're almost there. I know. Number two for me is something that you mentioned earlier, and this is an entire series. Love all of them. And it is the Saw series. Okay. And those range from 04 to 2017. Love (laughs) all of them. Just fantastic. I saw the first one, and then I made it a ritual that every Halloween when when they released a new one, I'd go see it in theaters and just, oh, oh, I love those. Love them. (laughs) I... I don't not like them, <laughs> but it's just such a mind fuck sometimes to watch those movies and the that's what I love that about them. Put in, yes. Oh man, it's brutal. So what I haven't you seen do? them all. I've only seen a few of them, mm, but mm, you know they're good. They're t- theoretically coming out with another one called Spiral with Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson. That mm. is a nod to the Saw series. Mm-hmm. I will watch it on the premise that it nods back to it, but again, just like some of some of yours, I'm I'm not holding my breath. Yeah. But the way Sometimes that they twist you just can't mess with the classics, you know what I mean? Yeah. The the way that those movies twist and turn and then in the end all link together, I think a highly underrated actor is Car- Carrie Elwes. I think mm-hmm. he is just fantastic. He's underrated. He's, I mean, he's freaking amazing. Who's saying you that? You Carrie I need Elwes, names. though, and so <laughs> many people just automatically jump to the Princess Bride. Well, yeah, because that's and they a can't classic name that he's known for. But other movies that he's been in, yeah, he's good. He's I, really I love him. Good. I adore him. Yeah, he really he's plays good the- as bad guys he's good he as plays a, bad a guy. deviant role so well yeah yeah so yeah mm-hmm. i'm with you on that one when you <laughs> said that he was underrated i was like oh i i feel like my whole body was like what no <laughs> like <laughs> right well i mean obviously you yeah. and i have seen him in a lot yeah. more than just the princess bride and stuff yeah shout out to robin hood men in tights because that's oh fantastic. girl <laughs> If we did a list of our top 10 comedies, that would oh, solidly yes. be in the top three. For yes. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, he just, I don't think he gets the recognition he deserves. For sure. I, mm-hmm. I can, I agree now. I, I see it. I see That's it. what I meant by underrated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So my runner up, my number two is Children of the Corn. Oh, another Stephen 1984. <laughs> That, love that it. This is a Stephen King one, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. I just love the creep factor of that whole series is just so high 
I just love it. I saw it way too young once again and (laughs) just creeped me the heck out. Did not look at cornfields the same after that. (laughs) Don't move to Nebraska. I love the scene where the lady's in the bathtub and they put piranhas in the bathtub with her. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Right? Yes. I just watched that uh, last year, I think, because we were doing our 26 Days of Horror Mm. for Halloween, and I picked Children of the Corn for C, and I hadn't seen it for so long, and we were sitting there watching it, I'm just like, God, this is screwed up. (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) Listen, the guy that plays um, the main kid... um, Malachi is the Malachi, the creepy blue-eyed kid with the black top hat looking thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. The main kid that's on like the I think that's Malachi. Yeah. The guy that played him. No, that was Isaac. Isaac. Yes. That sounds right. Malachi was the leader. Isaac was his uh right-hand man. So that guy was an adult. When he played that role, he's just really, really short and young looking. <laughs> oh, wait, no. Did you no, know you're that? right. You're right. Isaac is the kid in the black hat. He is yeah. the leader. I feel Malachi like he's the was leader. his crony. That's yeah. right. I got that mixed up. Malachi yeah, yeah. is the tall redheaded The creepy crony. kid with the hat was definitely the ringleader. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He was and an adult. Yes, girl. Yes. And he, he became a teacher after that. Can you imagine being taught by the kid from Children of the Corn? Oh, gosh. Just indoctrinating. I can't even. The newest generation. <laughs> yeah. But he's he did so well in that. He did the evil eye really freaking good. Like, what? Yes. Love and that it. flat-brimmed hat, you're just, oh, Yes. Man. Send chills down the spine. Mm-hmm. Now we know so, drumroll, please. What's your, your number one? 28 Days Later. From 2002. I'm so disappointed that I haven't seen that. <laughs> Best zombie movie, in my opinion. Okay. Well, then, because now let me ask you, though. actually happen. Are the zombies fast or slow? So, they are fast, and that is because it is a virus. Mm. Um, it's, it's like, like a fever or, um, Mm -hmm. you know, chicken pox or something like that. It is a virus that could actually happen and you don't like it. it, Oh God, it is good. And it's got Killian Murphy in it, who I just think is yummy, but, uh, who now what have they been in? Uh, so Killian Murphy is, he's in Peaky Blinders is one of his TV shows that that he's in. Um, he is, uh, he's Scarecrow in the Batman movie. Oh, okay. He plays the Scarecrow. Uh, he, A a Quiet Place Part 2. Oh, now wait. Okay, so I'll probably know him. He's the guy with the beard that lost his, his sons. Oh, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's Killian Murphy. Nice. Um, and he is very young in this movie. So am I going to get motion sick by watching this movie? Cause I saw no. another zombie movie where the zombies ran really fast and I actually couldn't finish it. Cause I got sick. <laughs> no, uh, the way that they filmed that movie is just really, really awesome. It is okay. very cinematically beautiful in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and just damn, that could really happen kind of thing. Nice. Um, 
a little bit of a play on The Walking Dead, or The Walking Dead plays on this, however you want to look at it, because this came out in 2002. But dude wakes up in a hospital with no one around and just Uh. a completely empty city. But it's based in London. Hmm. So to see London just completely empty is chilling. Uh, I'm fascinated by that whole apocalypse theory where you you just find yourself alone all of a sudden and just Mm -hmm. life is gone. I'm just fascinated by that idea. And then they did have a sequel of uh, 28 Weeks Later was the Mm. sequel on how the world was starting to rebuild itself. So I think both of them are really great. 28 Days Later, though, you you show me a group of movies and I'm going to pick that one. Let's watch it. Ah, okay. Well, my number one. Drum roll. Drum roll. Is Amityville Horror. Okay. And I love them both. So I love the 1979 one. Classic. And I also love the 2005 one with Ryan Reynolds in it. Yes. So mm-hmm. I, I'm just a fan of them both. He, he can kill he me. He is yummy. Like, I, I, can, I will be know. slaughtered by him. <laughs> Any day of the week. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I love that movie. That was my first um, exposure to a horror movie that had to do with a truly nastily haunted house. And I just loved it because I had Nanny's house already in my head. Mm -hmm. And so Amityville Horror just, I just gravitated toward it. I don't know. I just love it. And they have changed the address of that house so many times. Yeah, they have. And they took the (laughs) windows off of it or like they redesigned it so that it doesn't look like it. It's still there. It's still there. (laughs) (laughs) Still there. And the people that live in it currently say that it's not haunted to them. Like they haven't had anything. Nobody happen. has made any claims except for yeah the Lutz the, family, the, Am- the Lutz family. Yeah, yep. and uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren did go investigate it, and they, they cooperated it. But nobody yeah. else has ever had any experiences. But those murders did happen in that house. So, in my yes. humble opinion, I feel like if you are sensitive to that stuff, like I am, and if I went in that house, bet you something would happen to me. Betcha. All right, guys. So we're going to start a GoFundMe. We're going to send Cindy to Amityville House. Yeah, and convince the owners to let me in. (laughs) Give her an overnight stay and say, did you come out the other side? (laughs) Yep. So that's my number one. If you give me an option to watch a movie and that's in them, I'm probably going to go straight for that. Well, you did just watch it a couple weeks ago. I tried to and I fell asleep. But in fairness, I didn't feel well. And I was trying to watch it to like, you know, because I'm one of those weird people that watches horror movies to like calm myself or soothe myself. And I ended up falling asleep because I didn't feel well. But oh, I fall asleep to true crime, true crime series all the time. Cold Mm -hmm. case files of all these women being brutally murdered in their (laughs) homes and dumped places like knocks me out. Like, I think it's just because the narrator (laughs) is so relaxing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. But in relation to your Amityville, you give me a horror movie that is based on real life events mm-hmm. like Ouija and A Haunting in Connecticut. And mm-hmm. oh, oh that's man, I, am, good one. I am on board. You give me something that's based on true events, I'm on it. 
Let's do this. Yeah, for sure. So sorry this episode was kind of on the lengthy side of of the episodes we normally do, but... You know you liked it. (laughs) These are excellent movies. And we will do a post in our Facebook group once this comes out, once this publishes. And we will put our um, honorable mentions on the post. And you can check those out. You can comment and leave your own top ten if you want. And or dispute some of our choices, I guess, if you want, you know, it's all good. Like Cindy liking the latest it. <laughs> I knew you weren't going to like that. <laughs> Not cool. <laughs> or if there's something that we haven't listed here uh, that also isn't in our honorable mentions, like that you guys think we should watch. Mm. Like I haven't seen Ghost Ship. I'm going to go watch that. Uh, mm. Let us know. We'll check it out. and Give you guys our feedback. Yeah, because there was a few that I wanted to include in my honorable mentions, but I just had too many. And so, uh, yeah, <laughs> I feel bad about those. But you know. It's okay. Yeah. So that's what we've got for you. And until next time, we will spook you later. Ooh.